Roll dice, be nice, and stay tuned. This is the Live to Die podcast. So I, I actually have to tattle on myself a little bit. In the very last episode, we opened up talking about things we like doing in the summer. And on that, I believe I listed that I like hikes. Ha. Oh. Ha. Yeah. Uh, Jane, you want to take it? We did a very big hike last weekend and someone in this room was extremely grouchy the me. entire time. And later... As we're telling a story, he's like, I wasn't that, I wasn't that grouchy. Like, what did I even do that was that bad? And I was like, at one point in this hike, I said, Hey, what's wrong? And he looked at me and said, I'm not having any fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine you in a bad mood. Really? I I, I've not seen that either. So mm. oh, it's actually mm. pretty entertaining. It's yeah. very funny. And my friend and I that were on the hike were like, you know, like <laughs> when there's a child that hurts themselves, but you're like, that was really funny, but I can't laugh yeah, because yeah, that'll totally. just make the child more upset. In the story, I'm the child. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like that. We were both like, okay, do you need a snack? Like, <laughs> so I will say though that I've heard extremely the, funny. the full story of this and there's a reason that you were upset. It was a very hard hike. It was very steep. They did a 14 or which, for those of you who don't live in Colorado, is a peak whose summit is at or above 14,000 feet. In this particular one, we went up like 3,500 feet in about three miles, which is very fucking steep. Yeah. And yeah. if I'm not mistaken, you told him that it would be a six-mile hike okay, and well, it was a 12-mile well, hike. <laughs> We're just going to double was that. Down and back and you I, didn't like, what is... There was some no, parking like, stuff. Because uh, I, I drive a four-door sedan. So yeah. That's like, like that's up for debate, really, how the length of the hike. Who are we to measure <laughs> the distance of a hike? Are we really going to trust a Fitbit? Like, come on. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> All I'm saying is, is that sometimes it's fun to have a challenge, but James did not think so. When you're mentally prepared, then... I think that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's <laughs> you have to really prepare yourself for a ten mile plus hike. Look, yeah. I, I just had to tattle on myself, and I did. I did in retrospect have fun, but I was in just like such a bad mood. And you left a part of it up because first you were like, "Hey, is is everything oh like are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And then you were like, "What's wrong?" And I was like, "Then for instance, I'm I'm just not. I, I was I'm really, not I was in a bad mood. Fun at all. And I was trying not to be mean, so I was like, "What if I'm just really honest?" And the honest truth is, I'm. I'm I'm not having any fun at all. No. <laughs> I was into a yeah. podcast episode once where um this guy tried to go for a day not telling any lies. And what he realized that was that most of the lies he was telling was to his spouse when oh. he was just like trying to make her feel better when he was upset, you know? Mm. Oh yeah. Um and I, I just thought it was an interesting concept. That interesting. A lot of the lies that you tell are just those moments where you're like, It's fine, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. mm. If if it makes you feel better, I've left the pool after like five minutes the other day because <laughs> i love that was a thing i brought up like swimming in the summertime but it's just been so hot yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. that like i mean colorado doesn't heat their pools there's no need the sun does it and when you get in the pool and it's like already warm so yeah i was just like, like taking a bath i like looked at everybody and i was like i'm going home <laughs> Now, now I'm, I'm not just having any fun hot. at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually not having fun at all. Uh, well, I had fun hiking and I have fun at the pool. And uh, Good. you know I what? I love I, summer. When I think about the picture you sent, you're much happier. Oh, yeah. Oh, and that was probably the happiest image I could find of James. It was, oh, that was That's the happiest fair. possible. The others have a, a, a strong tone of anger associated. Well, you know what really brings me joy? Is it, is it Pathfinder? Pathfinder? It's, oh, it's oh, Pathfinder. Wow, Trent jumping in with the, uh, <laughs> the assist. Segway. Um, but I think, I think where we start Pathfinder today is actually going to be not where we left the story, which is a phenomenal cliffhanger. Mm. I think instead, Jason, where, where are we going back to today? Oh my God, the backstory. <gasps> so first backstory? Is this the first backstory of this? Yeah. Wow. A calmness can be felt in a thick forest green and luscious as far as can be seen. On top of a small hill in the forest is a tree surrounded by bushes. 
As the camera inches closer and closer to the hill, three figures can be seen crouched among them, two women and a boy. One of them appears to be whispering into the boy's ear as he listens intently. Stay calm and control your breathing. Most of the times I've missed was because I was too excited. Believe in yourself. The boy takes a deep breath, pulls back the bow, and takes aim. Moments that felt like hours pass as his arms trembled, holding the arrow in place, waiting for the shot. Silence. Then the arrow can be heard zipping through the air, thudding harmlessly into a tree. A rabbit hops off in the distance. <laughs> I didn't say hold your breath. I said to control your breathing. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mama. I just get excited, like you said, and... Don't worry, little one. You are still learning. One day you will be as sharp as old Deadeye himself. What will we eat? We have to trust that nature will provide us with what we need. In this abundant forest, we will certainly not go hungry. There is food all around us. Certainly. Come on. The river might be more bountiful for us today. Let's try fishing for dinner. The three pack up and begin to walk through the woods. After a few minutes, the boy speaks up. What did it feel like when you had to hunt by yourself for the first time? Yeah. Well, I never really went alone, because I always went with my father, until I eventually started going with mommy. But when I was 14, my father decided to move much farther away than he normally does. To hear him tell it, he was miles away, but I think it was just a few hundred yards. Either way, it felt like I was alone. And I felt scared at first, but then I just leaned into the moment, and then I enjoyed it. What were you afraid of? Hmm. Failing to make my father proud. You mean you weren't afraid of things like that live in the wild, being all alone? I trusted that the rastal would protect me. I had no reason for being there other than to find food. I felt safe knowing that. My first time was a little different. I ran into the woods at a full sprint the first time I could hunt alone. I swore that I would get a deer so big that we would have been fed for months. So I head into the woods, and before long, I am deeper than I have ever been. And I hear some rustling up ahead, so I sneak up to investigate. Suddenly, the rustling stopped, and I could hear something sniffing the air. I pull out my bow, because now I feel worried. Just as I am about to peer out of the bushes, I hear a huge roar. The boy is visibly startled and grabs both his mother's hands as tightly as he can. It's okay. I felt scared too, so I pulled my arrow back, ready to shoot, but when I noticed that the roar was coming from a grizzly bear with their foot stuck in a trap, I held my arrow, waiting for the right opening to kill the bear in one shot when suddenly something else came over me. A calmness, a sureness. I put my arrow down and I walked to the grizzly bear, so I was just out of his reach. He snapped and swiped in my direction, trying to break free, but every time it did, the trap clamped harder. When it was completely out of energy, it just fell down. So I placed a hand on his head very gently. The bear became a little more calm as I began to pet him. And eventually, he was calm enough to let me take his leg out of the trap. After a few minutes of licking his wound, he stared at me, then ran off into the woods. Mommy, why not kill the bear in the trap? That would have made food for everyone. Everyone would have been so proud of you. It felt wrong. A huge, powerful animal sitting there, unable to defend himself. I couldn't let him die like that, especially since the bear is our family crest. The whole thing felt like a trance, honestly. It wasn't until I heard my father yelling hours later that I even realized what had happened. It's like I could feel the good in that bear, a good that just wasn't ready to be snuffed out yet. What happened after that? Was grandfather mad at you? No, not at all. He was happy to hear that I was safe. He told me that I was blessed by a rastal, and later that year the harvest was a little more bountiful. Your grandfather swears it was because of me. But I don't know. I always felt weird to think of it that way. <laughs> and she hasn't been able to shoot straight since. How dare you? I bet I can hit the knob on that tree fewer in fewer shots than you. Loser bruised tea tonight. Oh, you're on. Suddenly the sound of an arrow can be heard zipping past both women landing with a thump in the knob of the tree. A smiling Nikolai holds his bow proudly. I will take milk, mint tea. I will take mint tea with honey. The boy laughs and begins to run as his mother's laugh and chase after him playfully. I like that. Beautiful. What Superb. a wholesome ass family yes. we are. Well done. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's always like the, the bit in adventures of like tragic family stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm here for just like cool little nice family. Mm -hmm. Those friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Buddies.
However, now, Nikolai, you are next to a, uh, a very large, powerful creature that is not so helpless, and about, well, at least a, at least a handful of hit points less ineffective uh, than he was before. So let's just kind of go over where everyone was before the initiative rolls. So we had um, Ari and Biff go up into that storeroom, and eventually, after a little bit of issues, wake up Amiri and valerie and i will I say each have like two or three hit points a piece this situation playing this game is when i am going to be like i'm not having any fun at all <laughs> yeah yeah i'm with you yeah so you woke uh valerie and amiri up and then they were like where is the giant and i almost killed one of them by accident but we yeah. don't talk about that <laughs> uh and then did you do you think the two of you ran out in front of them towards the giant or are you behind them i think we're behind up? them like i think amiri charged out there and valerie and amiri's like i'm gonna kill this guy and uh, yeah i would um, agree that we are behind we're behind they okay. really just hyped me up so i'm just sort of behind them we're just the amiri uh fan club over here and we'll do whatever she tells us to. <laughs> Great. And then... I uh, do remember stepping back one step so that I was out of... I remember that too. Smash zone. And then <laughs> Lindsay is back near the door. And I believe combat was started when uh, Lucky dropped a badass one-liner, stepped out into the door, and, and fired. Yeah. Damn. So I think it's it's that time we all love. Let's oh go for some initiative. Now, let's talk about... Ooh, ooh what uh, exploration modes I'm interpreting each of you as having oh. been in. So while you said a badass line, you were coming out of the shadows. So I think we'll have stealth for you, Perfect. Lucky. That's what I was hoping. Um, That's a good start, Jane. If Thank you. If you want to, Jason, uh, you can as Nikolai roll diplomacy okay. um, or perception for initiative because mm -hmm. you were trying to like talk everyone down. Okay. Uh, similarly, as you were talking um, for... Biff and for Ari, uh, perception is available or um, probably perception. Because I don't, neither of you were trying to like directly intimidate. You were talking with Nikolai. Uh, I don't think any of you were scouting, so I don't think anyone gets a plus one on this or anything like I that. I would agree. All right. Correct. We can go round skis the table whenever any of you are ready. And uh, let's get some initiatives in here. 24 for Ari. Wow, that's high. Yeah. 24 for me as well. Wow. So I actually have been doing something slightly wrong, a little bit reminiscent of my 1E days. When two players have the same, they can decide among them who goes first. Oh. I feel like we should give that one to Nikolai because he's literally at the feet of the giant. That's, I appreciate that. <laughs> okay, and then. He probably has a 27, the giant. Did you, did you look at my sheet? Is it a 27? It's exactly. 27. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Nice. That, that deserves a patch. <laughs> wow. This Crown is, beer. Wait, can I say one little nerdy Pathfinder thing yeah. about a rule? So there's a feat that swashbucklers can take that I think is really cool, and Ari probably will eventually when we level up, but um, where wait, you, wait. Basically, you basically. You uh, basically, like, automatically go at the bottom of the initiative order and you gain panache by just doing that. Mm. And it's like supposed to be this kind of cocky, like, I don't even need to go first. Like, I'm I not even that. scared I of you. Yeah. Dodging, and dodging. so you're like, eh, like, <laughs> try to hit me, try to hit like me. That. And then you just like start every combat by having panache points already, which I think that's is very cool. funny. It's and essentially cool. a come at me, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There I should was be... going to say that's John Cena for real. Like, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I can't see me. You can't see me. <laughs> there should be something similar where like, you you that somebody gains a buff some class gains a buff if they do get to go first in the initiative order and they do an opener you know i mean so yeah got it that would have been great for val so all you pie blow, all you paizo publishers yeah, listening who are listening to our podcast i think all of them. so this is really rusty uh you might know this still uh, jerry because you're playing one but i think rogues technically treat people who have not acted in the first turn of combat before them as flat-footed yeah, oh yeah true. so there is right. that a little okay bit. so that's yeah, why like, that's high cool. initiative on the rogues is really important because you'll get a lot of free that's uh, why they just opportunity. murder people dude yeah mm -hmm. uh biff what's your initiative uh biff's rolling in with a 15. nice and lucky speaking of initiative orders and rogues uh 17. all right I was really on top of this shit today, so I had like numbers pre-written out for all of the companions and the one enemy. Ooh. And because Jason dead called it, sure enough, the giant, Yogrindor, is going to go first. I'm not happy about not that. Not great. 
Is this so scared? Did he get a? Does he get a round for shooting first? Uh, so no, because basically him stepping out. Okay. In my mind, it's I'm not actually because I do have that. So your stealth in this case is a little bit known here. So that's a seventeen versus my perception. So it's not that he saw knows exactly where you are, but he kind of reads the room that like he thinks he sees someone moving and his decision at this point is like, I was already on the edge. I'm going to go for it. Yeah. Doesn't know that you're there. You'll, he'll probably be flat footed to you still. Good. Uh, it's just that in this case, he's sort of like, yeah, no, I think I see something moving. I'm just going to, I'm going to try to seize the initiative. Yep. So Good. we're saying he was six feet from the edge and he was thinking maybe <laughs> swinging is a good decision. Hold me now. <laughs> <laughs> that took me a second, but I really appreciate that. <laughs> All right, so he's going to step forward. Before we get started, oh yeah, with your turn, I paid a lot of money for that custom mini. So it's don't kill me. And <laughs> you know, right? imagine, See, imagine. I have one time that to a player in our game <laughs> or else... got on custom mini, and his character died like two sessions oh, later. Nikolai's twin brother Mikael is going <laughs> to magically appear. <laughs> well, look, as uh, as friend of the podcast, Rory would like to say, look, it's Pathfinder Two E. You're basically invincible. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Challenge not, accepted. Not at first level. <laughs> All right, so I think he is going to step forward. Okay, good. We'll go 10 feet forward, right next to Amiri and Valerie. He's going to open his mouth, and he's going to breathe out air <laughs> so cold. Oh, no. fuck. That moisture will condense out of the air and turn Sorry. into flying shards of ice. Did you just say that was wow. coming at... Ari? Uh, so that will Amari. hit Ari, Am Amari, Valerie, and he doesn't know you're there, but you will be in that lucky. Now, okay. you do have cover, so that is a plus two on reflex saves. Is it Amari Perfect. or Amiri? Amiri. I'm it's Amiri. Amiri. I'm so sorry. Okay. I said Amari. That's I was my like, bad. Fuck, now I forgot someone else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's one action to stride, one action to use chill breath. Yeah, breath weapon. Um, cool. Great. But um, it doesn't Super say fun. that it has a save, but I feel like there has to be a save against it. So I'm going to use a. I know Better what I'm going to do. Yep. Uh, what's it called? Uh, chill breath. But it's okay. I got DCs right here. This will be fun. All right, go ahead and give me a reflex save, and I'll. Is this basically everyone? Uh, no, it is just. Uh, it's not you. Ari, Amari, oh. Valerie, and Lucky. And Lucky, you get a plus two on this. Reflex Amiri. save. Amiri. Gosh, I know, it. it's going to be tough. Amiri, Valerie, and Lucky. All right. Mm, not bad. I got mine. I got a 23. Wow. Okay. Valerie, I think, is, is going to make this through. So that's a success for you, Lucky. I got a 22. A 22. That's a success for you. Amiri. See how I got it right that time? Got it. Amiri critically failed. Uh-oh. And Valerie, I don't think critically succeeded, but I think Valerie full succeeded. Uh, let's check what her reflex is. Damn, her reflex is good. Not good enough for a crit success, but a success. So all of you what succeeded are going to take this 2d8 points of frost damage, which like NBD, right? Uh, so you'll take half of this, so you'll take two points of damage. Oh, great. Amiri will take eight and fall to, uncon uh, to unconscious two or dying two. Oh, shit. The fuck? <laughs> she only had like four hit points. Wait. Well, you know what? How I we had take two and she took eight? She critically failed. Oh, oh that's right. That's right. That's so right. we take two. Yep. Uh, I can handle two. Oh, uh, this could be actually very bad, James. Because mm -hmm. um, I looked up chill breath. Mm-hmm. If she failed, she's also immobilized. Um, she takes 2d6 cold damage at the end of each turn until she's free. This is a slightly debuffed version. Okay. Um, this creature... Thank goodness. Thank you don't know fuck. this a ton, but your Grindor is very, very small for a frost giant. Like adolescent. So the lung capacity is mm. not quite at that okay. scale. It's good, just good, a good. baby. Uh, yeah, because most, mm. most frost giants are not CR3. That explains a lot about his personality, to be honest. <laughs> I'm here right now. So Amiri is down to two, and Valerie is down to like, I'm going to, uh, I think you rolled max on her actually. So I think she is at six hit points left. Uh, Amiri, Diana, two, <clears throat> Valerie, 
is at two out of six. Don't worry, I'll save it. Nikolai is not the uh, drag someone out of the hallway character anymore. All right, I've got one action left. Uh, So Amiri is down on the ground dying, and so then your Grindor is going to just throw a haymaker at Valerie. Um, Big fist swings. That's going to be 22 to hit. Which, I mean, she's just level one, so let's check that out. Oh, that's definitely a hit. Not a crit, though. And let's do a little bit of damage with this Jonski. Oh, get to use those D8s again. And she is unconscious and dying one. Great. Yikes. Super duper. Uh, All right. Would someone be so kind as to knock those pawns over for me, please? Just kind of lay them on their sides to show how you've, you've killed these two people. Um, all right. That would have been Valerie's turn, but her she moves in initiative order for her death saves. You roll some high initiatives, man. With Amiri. Yeah, uh, it is now Nikolai's turn. Let's talk about when somebody's dying. That's right, because we're using some house rules for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's secret rolls, whether or not they roll their saves to stabilize. When you go... Oh, you know what? There's a rule for that. When you go down to dying, you're at zero hit points. You move in the initiative order to immediately before whatever it is, what caused you to start dying, and you'll make death saves on your turn. The DC is a, it's a flat check, 10 plus your dying value. You die at dying four. Um, if you quit fail, you go down two. If you quit succeed, you go up two. Uh, if your dying is reduced to zero, you gain wounded conditions. Those stack up, and basically, if you go down iterative times, you die quicker. Yep. So if you crit fail, if you if a crit fail takes you down to dying, or a crit hit takes you down to dying, you go down to dying two, mm. um, which is what's going on with uh, Amiri. So like, if you're wounded, and a crit takes you to dying, you would be dying three. Yeah. Wow. Or if you were wounded mm-hmm. two, and a crit took you down, instant dead. That's terrifying. Yeah. That's why Die Hard is a very popular yeah. general feat. Um, it also gives you some bonuses on other things. Well, good thing I will never die. <laughs> <laughs> so for... That's to, Trent so what speaking, happens right? Heal, it, is yeah. it only heals the points that I roll? Correct, because they're okay. at zero hit points even yeah. if they're dying. Negative hit points aren't a thing anymore. So if you heal someone, they'll go to positive that. Okay. Um, I will say they were not technically wounded before. So it's not like because they were unconscious, but they were at technically one hit point, not zero. So they don't—they were riding a wounded condition, but they were beaten up. Um, so you got three. In actions my head, here. they were going to come out here and like help us kick yeah. some ass, <laughs> and then they just immediately <laughs> got knocked like out. You didn't assess the situation well uh, enough. Hey. Um, you're <laughs> the one that healed the monster. I just got real pumped up. Okay, <laughs> let's go. All right, so I'm going to move over to Amiri. Okay, that'll put you immediately adjacent to the giant. Oh, no, you can can be diagonally adjacent if you move over. Yep, right there. All right, so you're adjacent. You're moving along the edge of the wall. You creep along the edge of, and I should have really sort of re-illustrated this because it's been a week for all of our listeners. All of you are in this sort of weirdly shaped scullery. Got a couple of big sturdy tables for prepping food, a large tin wash bin for cleaning dishes on the south. Obviously, the most notable thing was your Grindor's pile of like 17 bodies of the people yeah, he had yeah. killed defending this door. Yeah, F this guy. That's yeah, probably fine. And you can see where he'd splintered his giant weapon, which is why he's out here just like fighting fists. Um, so you, you kind of strafe over, you're back to the edge of the scullery um, near the door where that Lucky ducked out to shoot from. Well, we'll be ducking out to shoot from. Yes. As you run over to Amiri. Single action heal. Okay, single action heal, hence touch. So that'd be 14 points of healing. Uh, single action doesn't get a bone, does not get the plus 10 or the plus whatever. Or the plus eight, that's right. Yeah, it's just yeah. the, well, so for you, D10 because of your six. feet. Hey, all right, so that's Amiri as at wounded two plus six. And yeah, I'll do it again. I'll do it on both of them. Valerie? Valerie. All she right, that's five. five. So she's wounded one. Plus and I five. imagine as I'm like putting my hands on these people, I kind of like uh, reach back and try to appeal to the giant. Like, please no. Mm-hmm. All right. Wait for him to smash me on top of their dead bodies. All right. Ariadna Vex. <laughs> All right. Well, 
She's like, oh boy, what am I going to do? I guess I'm 17, so I'll just do something crazy. and <laughs> Do something crazy. Do, do something, something crazy. <laughs> so Ariadne Vex is going to run up to this giant and try to trip it. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. I'm telling you, if this works, nothing feels better in this game. All right. All right. Trip all is right. against reflex DC. Is this Indeed. creature one size larger than you? This creature is size large. Very small for a frost giant. Do I take a Can penalty for that? Creature size yeah, oh, yeah. Titan Wrestler is two There's a roof. Okay, there. that's a 21 total. <laughs> All right, so this is against the reflex DC of this creature. Yeah. That's a success. Yes! Yeah! Yeah! You sprint into the room. You're having to vault over the now slowly coming to consciousness Amiri. So Amiri... She just does like a hurdle jump over Amiri's body. <laughs> Amiri does see you trip this giant. <laughs> She's gonna like me so much. Oh, I was moved too close. No, I guess fine. that mucks up the room a little bit. Yeah, I, I just took the pawns out of there because I know where they are, and you can step over. That's so fair. you sprint up, boom, boom, and talk to me about how you you take this thing out. I think that this is gonna be like a move similar to what she did with the ogre, where she just because there's like some tables there. Uh -huh. I think just for flair's sake, Ari jumps up on the table and just runs across like three tables, and then just like si like soccer slide tackles into the <laughs> giant and just it. takes him out. Boom, right in one of the knees. Yep. Bam, ah. slams. And then I think I have one Imagine action left. Oh, you do. Uh. It also, I believe, gives you panache. It sure does. I would hope so. Swashbucklers uh, are so much fun. So, so cool. Ari cool. is going to, she had her kukri out when she came into the room. So she's mm -hmm. just going to take a stab with the kukri at this giant who's now laying on the ground. Yes, and I checked something. Can you check something? Because I don't know your finisher. Does your finisher need to be, is it an attack that is your move finisher? Or can you decide to use a finisher after you've I, hit? Because I think most of the finishers I are themselves a special kind of attack, where like even if you miss, uh, spectacular finishing moves that use your panache, you can use a finisher only if you have panache. Uh, what is the name of your finisher? It is confident finisher. Because I think that's a. So move. do I have to say that I'm doing it ahead of time, uh, or do it once I know that I hit? Oh no, I think I have to say it ahead of time because yeah, it's uh, a special action. You deal half precise strike damage if you miss. Miss. Which is cool. Okay, cool. But so you also don't have to do a finish. No, I am going to. Um, just try <laughs> okay. to put as much damage as possible early as possible. So. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so she's going to do a confident finish. She's feeling confident after tripping a giant. <laughs> so she's like, I'm going to stab you with my kukri. Extra good. Um, although, decent, we'll see decent. if that actually hits. Well, this thing's prone, which helps. Uh, 17 to hit. You get a, All right. You get more, but plus four? No, that's an old oh. one. -y. Boo! It's flat-footed when it's when it's Fair prone. Enough. It it gets a penalty to its attacks while it's prone. Mm, cool. That is still a thing. Uh, so, but it also gets pluses to AC for laying on the ground, right? To range, range attacks. attacks. Range attacks. Yeah. and but it can mean. count as it's a yeah. There's a lot of rules for that, but we're not there yet. That does hit though. Yay! So, how much extra damage do you do for doing a finisher? Uh, plus two d six. Right what? now. An extra yes. 2d6. An extra 2d6. Whoa. Yeah. 2d6 is so, high enough to kill somebody in swashbuckler. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Are you using a short sword or a long a sword? Kukri. A kukri. Because you need to have finesse oh, or yeah. agile. Two. I just can't get behind the rapier. Let's just go ahead and say it. It's a weird. Okay, that a is. weapon to kill people with. 14. I love it. 14. Like but you fenced. Like, that's fair. But you Four. can put. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 14 points of damage. <laughs> you could do like bleed damage. That's true. You know, like really right, so just 14 mess it up. You just bam and stab the kukri right down into this fucker. Mm -hmm. That's going to make it Lucky's turn. Just skewers turn. him like a little kebab. Lucky, it will now kebab. have cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Uh, I'm still going to take some shots because I don't want to get closer. Shot, that's shot, for sure. Shot, 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 so we're going to take that some is an unfortunate thing shots. About this. Uh, not good. That's a 10 total. Jared's going to roll. Yeah, he's a miss. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I don't want this thing to kill me. So I'm going to break line of sight and hide. I love Lucky. He's <laughs> 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 like, bye. And I rolled a great stealth. So that's Although good. that's usually a secret check. Oh, dang What's it. What's your stealth bonus? Plus, uh, duh, 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 sorry, plus six. Okay, cool. So you might be hidden. You might not. All right, Biff, you just saw these two warriors run into the room and just get laid down. 
Uh, clearly, Ari is the strongest among us. <laughs> and uh, Hell yeah. he's going to run up to, I think, to the, uh, what is that, the I don't, I can't west remember. side of the sure of the giant? The, the Jason side of the giant? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's going to run Jason ward. Up the against giant. the wall, basically. Uh, on the other side of him, sorry. There's, there's no, he's, he's, he's taking up that space. Oh, there's a wall. Um, wherever I can get to him, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You go right next to uh, Ari. That'll work. And it's like a half space, but you're tiny. Um, I think that's like that's within 20 feet. So and yeah. then uh, five, ten, five, ten, fifteen. It's exactly 20. And he's going to uh, take his trident and stab downward. I killed someone this. with a trident. You got this. <laughs> oh, what do you got? Uh, that's a miss. Uh, that is a nine. That is a miss. And uh, how about another attack? I believe in you. Because why not? I believe in a thing called Biff. That is a 13. Ah, that's close, but also a miss. It, it's a giant. Well, he's just very large, and, you know, it's kind of hard to hit him with the... You guys go on. <laughs> if someone wants to, Jason is on the north side of the map. I have confirmed that. Amazing. It's very convenient. <laughs> yes, Jason is north. All right. Uh, Lindsay is back there like, oh, no. And so she's going to run up kind of right behind Nikolai. And she's going to stay in the same room as Lucky, kind of the hallway. And um, she is going to inspire courage. Nice. She's like, you can do this. I know all of you can. I've seen it happen before, just like with the ogre. Once again, my friends. And so you'll all get a plus one on attack and damage. Lovely. Oh, nice. Um, So you got that going for you. All right. Uh, Amiri and Valerie are both down. They are both going to stand up and get their gear, and that will literally, uh, for Valerie, or Miri will go first, stand up, take her sword, and then she will step down to the south of Ari, ready to swing in and help. It will take Valerie's whole turn to stand up and grab her sword and her shield. <laughs> Fight her shit. Yep. All right, that's their turn. It's Yogrindor's turn. Uh-oh. And he's not about ground fighting. Uh, oh, also, I did forget some rules. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, Trent I is hypey. I finally get to do it. Yeah. Uh, and we'll do it this turn, because we'll say that it was stitched up, but that fall at the end of his turn now will remind me that something happens. Ooh, oh, okay. okay. He's going to stand up. Attack of opportunity! Is it fun being a fighter? I literally, I think this is the first time since playing Pathfinder 2E I have ever gotten to take an attack of opportunity. Oh, man. Wow. So, it feels so good. It feels uh, so good. Oh, uh, I'm so excited. And it will, as, as the way I've always house rule, ruled it, the interpretation, I don't think it's a full house rule, is that the attack is while they are getting up, so they will count as being prone for the receipt of this attack. Sick. Okay, I love the the memes that are like, oh, all people from the Midwest go, oh, oh, when they oh. like almost run into someone. Oh, yeah. oh. And I love that Biff is just like, his attack of opportunity is going, oh, oh, oh stabbing oh. the guy with the trident. Uh, that is a 17. That's a hit. Hey. Yes. Biff. Let's go, Biff. I love the little kobold miniature we have for Biff. I love the little salamander kobolds. Yeah. That is eight damage. Oh, God Heck damn. Yes. Okay. Heck yeah. Ooh, that's not. So now we've undone that. all the healing Jason did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he's up. <sighs> Looks around. I'll add you to the pile. Well, I would prefer that you not do that. And he is going to <laughs> just don't. like strike. It had to be almost like punch down to hit you. <laughs> yeah, like a real low uppercut. Like. Yeah. It's just like a smash. Just a yeah, yeah. whack-a-mole style. <laughs> and he's going for, for Biff. Big swings, big money. Oh, Jesus. All right, Trent. I know you, you trust me, so like. Yeah. Does a 12 hit. That is a miss. <laughs> yeah. Biff's like, holy shit. All right. That's one action to stand, one action to swing. You just stabbed him with a fucking trident. Um, but I think, Ari, you knocked him over and stabbed him. So he's Made now going bleed to his own like, blood. He can't be happy about that. <laughs> he's yeah. going to throw a second shot at you. And because they're fists, they're agile, which helps a little bit on these iterative attack penalties. Dear God, where? Yeah. Okay. An 11 to hit. Um, no, and you know what's cool about Ari is that uh, our, mm, you only just barely did not critically, can you critically miss? On yeah. Oh, yeah. AC, yeah. Minus, uh, AC minus 10. 
Dang, you're one off because she gets the first time you attack her a plus two bonus to her AC because she's a nimble dodger. Oh, that's cool. Is, it, is yeah. that a reaction you have to use? Or is uh, it just... It's against a triggering attack. Yes. Yeah, so. Oh, so it's, you have to use your reaction on that? Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that what that is? Yeah. But yes, we yeah. have to declare it before I roll. Oh, if I'm attacking, okay. you be like, I want a nimble dodge. <laughs> well, I would like to nimble dodge, but you also <laughs> suck. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now, at the end of its yeah, turn, yeah. flat check over her. Of course, now I roll high. Um, oh, or, okay, he's doing fine. You see, though, that a couple of the stitches you placed in him as he's fighting are pulling and looking like they might open back up. I like oh, that. Good. Yeah. All right. Now, that does make it Nikolai's turn. Nikolai is a bit, uh, he feels a little defeated already. So. Hey, maybe don't heal this guy, you weirdo. <laughs> you will. Jesus. Use two actions for a little bit of guidance on Amiri. Guidance two actions or one? Two. Okay. For context, after I we think, played this the I'll first time, Jason had a nightmare that all of us were just being really mean to him. <laughs> no, that was after the Delta Green and Alien game where, where everyone I, was, well, actually, Alien wasn't that bad. We were all mean to Matt. Yeah, yeah we were mean to Matt. <laughs> we were nice to you. Don't be the corporate uh, guy. Uh, but yeah, I had a nightmare that everyone was being mean to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Okay. We love One Jason. action for guidance. So all right. Really freeze your turn up. I will do it twice on each of them NPCs then. Oh, okay. Bang, bang. And nice. then I'll use the last one to cast shield on myself. Guidance, guidance, shield. Yep. I'm into that. All right. Ari. <laughs> uh, Ari's going to say, you know, I liked you better on the ground and try to trip him again. <laughs> I Kick love him this. The same knee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a natural 19, so that's yeah. a 27 to hit. That is the second 19 Jane has rolled today. Yeah. That's a, is that a crit? I rolled a four. Uh, that is a critical success. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see me. Is it probably takes damage. <laughs> yeah, bludgeoning damage. This is John Cena. And her name is Jane Cena. Yeah. Uh, so that is going to be, go ahead and roll a D6 for me, Jane. Ooh, this yeah. is fun. As you trip him, his head slams into the table oh, on the way down. Bam. That's a six. Upsetting. Yes. <laughs> Who rolls that attack damage? Oh, me. that's, no, because that's, that's only it strikes. This is not a strike. So oh, yeah. Okay. Plus one. I just did a trip. But yeah, don't forget that uh, inspire courage. Uh, that was a six on the D6. Yep. So bam, trips, head slams into the table <laughs> on the way down. Oh. So take an extra damage for the Inspire Courage? No, because it's not an attack technically. Oh, right, right. Well, actually, no, wait. It actually, is it strike. is an attack. Yeah. Oh, um, actually, yeah. Uh, actually, it is an attack <laughs> of Mr. GM. <laughs> Throw a hero point your way for that, Trent. That's a that's a good rule catch. Yes. Good job. Woohoo. Because it reduces... Um, your attack penalty. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Multiple attack penalty. It, it, it explicitly has the attack trait. So I'm going to shut the fuck up there. <laughs> <laughs> Which also hypothetically, I think, should have given you a plus one on that roll. Not that it yeah. mattered. You still critted. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's dope. Cool. Uh, okay. How long does Inspire Courage last? Uh, it's one round, but it's a, it's a one action cast of a special variation of a focus cantrip that doesn't cost anything, so she can do that every turn. Okay. Oh, lovely. Very Unless cool. she uses the lingering composition thing, which would then let her make a check for an actual focus point for it to go on a few rounds after taking the action to do that. Cool. Bards. Awesome. There's a rule for me. Okay. Um... So, okay. Bam, on the ground again. And she's going to attack again with the kukri using her confident finisher and just spend a panache right <laughs> This away. poor guy. <laughs> I, now I'm starting to feel bad for him. I love that Jane has this combat loop of just trip, <laughs> slam, trip, slam. That is another natural 19. Oh That's a natural gosh. 18. Oh. But we get a plus one on this from So Inspire now it's a 19. Um, Jesus okay. fuck. So it's a 25 to hit. Uh, that That is a crit. Yes. Amazing. Oh my gosh. With the kukri. So how do I how do I do damage if it's a crit then? Double, double damage. So roll your full yeah. damage and then double it. So okay, your damage so that's plus your thirty plus points of damage. Oh my <laughs> god! I uh, described your kill. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes. Oh, where's my note? Like, I liked you better on the ground, and she's just gonna like turn back around after Biff like hits him, and he's trying to get back up, and she's just gonna like swing her leg back around, trip him again, and then just like. Stab down through his chest with the kukri and like pin him to the ground. Oh, and he is dead. Woo-hoo. Wow, <laughs> wow. And Amiri just looks at you and is like, "That was excellent." Or right, that was Thank the coolest you. thing I've ever seen. Thank you. Thank you. Right. She's like, 
just looking around. And she kind of steps over to you and like, she is covered in her own blood and just like puts smacks you on the back. It reminds me, uh, it reminds me of the giants I've killed. That is so cool. This guy was such an asshole. And Valerie just sort of looks around. Oh God. Um, by Iomade's grace, we're here. Thank you. He's already done so much to those here. And you can see that like, it isn't just the bodies of house guards um, in that pile next to him. There were quite a few adventurers. Well, and that's the thing is like, in all seriousness, outside of being like blustery, like Ari was not going to let this guy go because he killed so many people in this house. (laughs) Yeah. Not like you've ever killed anyone. Well, not a nice, innocent house guest. (laughs) All right, do you need any, like, food or drink or anything? I'm happy to help you out. Uh, that uh, would, with... I, a drink would be great, Okay, actually. let me go find you something real quick. <laughs> Very thirsty. Um, and so you're now in this room. Let me re-give you the description of this room. I kind of touched on it earlier, but it's an oddly shaped scullery. There's two sturdy tables, one of which you just ran down, large tin wash bin in the south for cleaning dishes and laundering clothes, and a hefty wooden bucket nearby for hauling water. You can see a couple of shelves that contain goblets, plates, dishes, eating utensils, just stuff ready to equip the house. Um, the miraculous thing is so far to this point, most of those fragile looking dishes are somehow undamaged and haven't gone down in the fights. It's the middle of the room that has that just pile of corpses. Uh, to the north is the room where you found Amiri and Valerie, the pantry, along as, long as, uh, as well as um, you did see Harem in there, the dwarf. Um... Amiri has her armor He's dead? On. He's always unconscious and tied oh, up. Okay. You, you just didn't wake him. Ah. And very intentionally, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's unconscious there, and then there is a, a room to the south that you haven't checked out either. Uh, a door to the south. There's also a large set of double doors to the west that you would remember led to the feast hall, the main grand mm. hall of the room. Um, yeah. What would you like to do? Somebody want to kind of search this area, see if we can find anything cool? Yeah, yeah, I'll search. All right, so everyone else kind of think about what you're going to do for a second. Lucky, let me lead you through on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked about this before. There's going to be quite a few note-taking roles, so there's a bit of gear here. Uh, it's up to you if you want to be the, like, take everything kind of people or not. Guess we'll find out. Um, there's a lot of ways. What I will say is both me as a GM and this adventure do have plenty of notes about how others outside of you could use loot. And so there's plenty of impact that isn't just, yeah, we leave it on the ground. It isn't, we carry it all with us, but you're all low level. And as you've you've bought, as any person who's ever bought gear before, there's always that like, man, I wish I had a, so there isn't a whole lot around the room, Okay. but in this pile, yeah, you would be able to find, I, I bullet pointed this list. Superb. A suit of half plate armor. Oh my god. Three suits of, and it's noted here, gore stained chainmail. Thanks. Mm. A battle axe. Mm. Four long swords. Mm. Nine daggers. A crossbow. Thirteen bolts. In some different condition of used. A glaive. Several pieces of minor jewelry, rings, brooches, and necklaces. Uh, Lucky, you're pretty good at this shit. Yeah, yeah. You're going to ballpark between 25, 35 gold on all that jewelry combined. It's okay. good money. Uh, and you do see a cloak that something about it strikes you as a little off. Um, it's made out of some kind of fur, but something about the stitching in it seems like a little more intentional than just a hide cloak. Okay. Can I do something to yeah. learn more about it? Yeah. So here's the way I run it. Um, I don't know if this is perfect use of the rules, but the way I've always liked is even if you don't have detect magic or read aura, I feel like if you're looking at an item that would have some representation of it and it's magical, you could use any of the four traditions if they're applicable. So those skills are nature, arcana, religion, or occultism to sort of interpret the physical manifestation of the practices of those. So if you want to roll one of those to see if you can pick up on any of the like sciences essentially around those I'll allow you to try to recall knowledge and um, I don't this actually should be a, a hidden check because it's a recall knowledge so sure. what do you want to use and what's your bonus uh, I'll use arcana I get a plus six. Oh shit okay yeah so you piece this together and you do find and this is why in my mind you shouldn't have to use read aura or uh, detect magic those are helpful if you want to decipher a lot more 
but I think you'll be able to find like the stitching or the rune inscriptions that allow you to understand what's magical about something in the same way that like, you know, I'm, I'm not a chemist, but I can look at things and be like, I think those are chemistry symbols. I think I kind of know what that means. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea that armor has like a tag. <laughs> it's like, uh, this is a plus four. But you have to like be able to read it. Well, and, and like <laughs> part of what I always think about is, because I've talked about this with folks before, that like it's weird to recall knowledge on a creature you've never seen before. So is it yeah. like a, well, I've heard stories about the hippogriff. Well, in my mind, it's less that and more that like, Hey, so I haven't seen that, but I've seen things similar. So judging by the way it's moving or the way I see its muscles moving, I'm going to infer these things. Right. So like, here's what I'll say. You might not know the name of this item, but I do feel like you would likely be able to put this together. And for the sake of you keeping track of things yeah, in yeah. the game, what you find is an item called a coyote cloak. Oh. It's, uh, it's our first invested magical item, which... Mm. There's a didn't come up a ton in our last game because we were high level but um for anyone who play who's played like third edition dungeons and dragons um first edition pathfinder those games were based really heavily around equipment slots like you can have two rings you can have one head item you can have one this or that item which did get a little silly when you're like i have 10 fingers yeah and yeah. like i yeah. can put two rings on one finger so what two, Pathfinder 2 has done, which is very similar to a, th a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons, is essentially they just say there's a limit to how many magical items of a certain type you can have. Because, like, you can wear a necklace and a choker. Like, that's that's not impossible. And so I think the count for invested is at 10, I believe. It's yeah. 10 invested items. And it takes, like, a short rest, like 10 minutes to focus on and invest an item. So this is a divination item. It's an invested item. But it is a dusty coat made of mangy brown and gray coyote fur. But when you wear it, it gives you a plus one item bonus to survival checks. Oh, cool. And if you critically seed at your survival check to subsist, which is like to find food to earn water for a day, it allows you to feed twice as many additional creatures. Because usually if you crit, you can be like you plus a couple additional worth yeah, of food. Yeah, it depends on your uh, expertise level. Yeah, and so with this, you double that bonus that you can feed from the money you find, uh, from what you find. Damn. It's a level three item worth 60 gold pieces. Okay. Which is a lot. Yeah. Remember in Pathfinder, the coin of the land is silver, which I like just from an economic like point of view. What about this, uh, what's that bloody uh, male? Um... You know, just out of curiosity. That that bloody chainmail? Yeah. Well, it's it's on what's left of some bodies. Uh-huh. Chainmail uh, or or a half plate? There's both. We found both. Oh, you you want the chainmail though, uh, not the half plate? I mean, uh, is half plate heavy armor? Yes. Uh, yeah. How about that half plate? What's that? Uh, yeah, what's yeah, that yeah. looking like over there? It's uh, it's up for grabs. I can't wear it, so. I mean, just. Pillage this off a body. It's it's probably fine. Also, part of Ari's shoulder is still like frozen, and she's like, "Can some can someone like help me with this?" Would you like me to help you? With I this? mean, I can Please, help too can, with that. It's like, ugh, like it's just the, the cold air thing, it. and it's like, oh yeah. my god. Anybody got icy hot? <laughs> Anyone who needs help, I will help them. Ah, oh, thanks. Nah, I'm good. Except Lucky. He <laughs> <laughs> calls. Uh, just straight up half Doesn't plate. help. <laughs> I don't hurt you, but it doesn't do anything. Like, I, I don't know. I still feel freaking cold. cold. Oh, cold. We should apply heat. Hold on one second. And so... Nope. <laughs> you like, all right, you know what? It's, it's I fine. Don't understand. It's fine. I'll just I'll do <laughs> something about this later. Focused on frost giant's shoulder. I, give me a minute. Uh, you guys no, mind if wait, I put fine. on this armor real quick? It's going to take me a little bit. And I, I did check the ruling on this. One of the things that I appreciate is items of different size. Creatures of sizes other than small or medium need items appropriate to their size. So um, it's just one of those things I think they did for a little bit of like simplicity. Yeah. They don't have to be separate stuff. But in my mind, it's that like armor, a lot of armor is perfectly fit. But in my fantasy mind is that you're like sort of adjusting and like, okay, this shin piece, I can just kind of take this middle part out or strap this down and like it works. Yep, it just yep. looks a little different on you. Um, but yeah, I was looking about that and it looks like you can use an item of a size category larger than you, uh, like you can use a large size weapon because you guys did find that ogre hook. You just get a clumsy one condition while using it. 
Um, but it grants no special benefit. Like, it doesn't do more damage because it's so hard to swing. But it's cool. Mm -hmm. It's worth noting that Amiri is using a bastard sword that is size large. Intentionally. Or even Because she's huge. a badass. Yeah. Um, and even now, you can see she's, like, leaning on it, like, to hold her up. It's as big as she is, and she's, like, just holding herself up with it. Uh, someone want to help the dwarf in the in the pantry? I think Valerie, Valerie will turn around. I will see to him. Uh, we all worked our way out of the room separately. We came here one on one by one, which seems to have been a mistake. What's uh, going on here? Where did all these bad guys come from? You should put your armor back on. That's um. I'll wake up Harem and we'll go. We'll go back and do that. That's a good idea. Biff. I hear can help. Look at my half. Oh yeah, I can put armor on if you want some help. <laughs> Valerie sort of looks over and like I had to put mine on first, but it's like because you you did go and you did finish putting your armor on, right? Or do you have this new armor you just put on the stage? Oh yeah, I'm putting on this half plate because uh, so this looks badass. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think Valerie does kind of look and having seen the way you've interacted, she's like, um, yes, that that would be helpful, Biff, if you'd come with us. Oh yeah. So she'll go over and the two of you take a moment. You can wake up Harem, who's like beaten to hell at one hit point. And then Oh wait, I gotta roll, hang on. Rolling what? Uh to help with the armor. <laughs> oh god, Trent's throwing Where'd dice that behind go? Me. It's right behind <laughs> your laptop. <laughs> what do you got? Oh, we got? Uh that's not great. <laughs> uh, well, you have two people you're helping. That's your roll for Harem. That's a that's a eight. Okay, so you're not able to help him a ton. Like, what are these clasps? <laughs> I have never seen this armor before. It's dwarven made. That's an 18. Okay, so I'm going to say that's enough. So it'll be probably about 25 minutes before, 25, 30 minutes before Biff is back. But Biff, Valerie, and Harem go back to their room and they get them geared up. Amiri is with all of you and there's still a door to the south. You haven't gone through it and the double doors to the west that go back to the main hall. What would any of you like to do? I think I'll, we need to try to find anybody we can and help them. Yeah, do we want to scout a little bit? Yeah. Is that the room to the south? The room to the south and to the, the halls of the west are the only ways you haven't gone. We'll go to the south first then. Yeah. All right, you go down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toss the cloak to Lindsay and just say, find someone who can use this. Oh, um, what, what is it? Uh, it helps with, you know, uh, persisting in the elements. Oh. Thank you. Um, I do. I do also have some chain mail. If, if anybody would like that, I could. Uh, you're, you're gone. Oh yeah. Okay. You're back with Valerie I, and. I do have some chain mail. <laughs> <laughs> I could use that coat. Oh, uh, perfect then. Excellent. And she like, hands it off to you. So it's a cloak plus one on survival. I love that Lucky wouldn't just give it to Nicole. <laughs> no. <I had laughs> so give it to an NPC who gives it to Nikolai. Those, those, those good, those good, uh, it's good gamesmanship though. Like, let's give it to an NPC who knows will. that the irrational cleric has survival. Right, right. NPC. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't calculated at all. All right. Um, interesting. So we're okay. scouting south. Is that what we decided? Yeah, I think so. I'm going to double check that I got the directions right. On <laughs> it's another giant. Well, um, I mean, that one was so easy, so... Yeah, wouldn't bother me. Even after getting healed, I don't know why you guys are complaining so much. <laughs> sure. Great. Love that for all of you. All right, so you open the door, and who's going to open the door? I can open it. Biff, you're... And that's, did you all take 30 minutes oh, before not, you scouted? I'm gone, okay. Or are you scouting while Biff is I'm back helping Valerie and Harem oh, oh, yeah. equip up? Um, uh, I think we scout while he's helping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of time to wait, so... Yeah, so you've got... You've got a beaten up Amiri, uh, Valerie, Nikolai, Lucky, and Ari. Indeed. Who's going to open the door? Uh, can I, I listen at the door first? 100%. What's that bonus? Plus six. I'm going to write this down at some point. All right, you listen at the door. You don't hear anything. Okay, I think it's clear. You want to... I'll open the door. All right, Ari, Hello. you step forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my line. The door opens. You see a, a room with a couple of large wash tubs, some folding screens that you could use to provide like a modicum of privacy for the few chamber pots that are in there. A small brass oil lamp on the ceiling, though, sheds plenty of light and fills the small room with the thick scent of cinnamon. 
Delicious. Yeah, what's everyone doing in this room? Search for yeah. anything of, of value. Yeah, search perception. So you start you start looking around this room. Um, it's that cinnamon smell you hate, right? Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> My God, I love the smell of cinnamon. Me too. Okay, so interesting. You don't find anything of value here, except okay. lucky. You find a secret door in the <gasps> west. Hmm. Secret door, guys. <gasps> Fun. Uh, can I check it for traps? Yep, I got that plus six ready over here. Please roll Doesn't well. Doesn't seem trapped. Mm, great. It could be anything. It's probably not a trap. Is it locked? No. I'll open it. And you open into what looks like a luxury private privy. Oh. It's a potty closet. An executive bathroom. Eh. But there is a door from there leading westward as well. And now that you remember it, you're like, oh, I think there was a bathroom off of the main hall this direction. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. So this is just that the convenience door. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. When you need toilet paper and you're like, we're out. You yeah, know, yeah. Like ask everyone at dinner. So you just knock on the servant's washroom. Be mm-hmm. like, give me some of that stuff. Well, if anyone needs to go. This is the best option. Good to know. I think Ari wants to move along, see if we can find anybody else that needs help. Ready. Okay. So For the I- record, I am still two hit points down if anybody uh, <laughs> can do anything about my frozen shoulder. I got a potion, but do you want to use a potion? No, for, it's for fine. Two? I'll be fine. All right. What's, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> All right. So is it uh Yeah, whatever the next the next the, ma- the main thing is the two big doors in the pantry. Oh not the pantry, the two main doors in the um the scullery that are head that head west towards the main hall. Okay. Well, let's the next do that. Go. Let's, so uh, then I said who gave that goat permission to be here? <laughs> <laughs> and you can see Valerie is like kindly nodding and Haram is just staring into the middle distance as they walk back with you into this room. Wow, tough audience. She's like, interesting. I've had very few conversations about goats recently. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine why. (laughs) And you all kind of get back, and you're all there, standing in a room with a giant's body and 11 other corpses. No, sorry, 16 other corpses. Bummer. I'll do my door check. Typical door check for Rogue. Uh, You can hear all sorts of voices and sounds on the other side, now that you're here. There's some shit going down over there, guys. Well, Mm. let's get in there. Gotta be ready. Yeah! <laughs> and you kick the door, and it just rattles. You can hear it. Great. Uh, barricaded? Sounds kind of like that. Ow. Barricaded, there, not locked. Do we know of another way we can get in there? Well, you, you hear people on the other side, so presumably there's that. Uh, do we need to go? You said it's to the west? Mm-hmm. Do we need to go through the privy door? You we you are not the bad that. guys. We are not the assassins. I'm yelling this through the fucking barricaded Ari's door. just going to bolt back through the little bathroom door. Well, while you're heading that way, you do hear, who, who is that? Mato. Nikolai Medved. I was at the uh, dinner. Part of the call to heroes. We have killed the giant in this room. The giant's, the giant's dead? Yes. Oh, thank God. We did it together. All of <laughs> us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah. Who? Totally. Who else uh, there? She's yeah. looking at a mirror. She's like, these fucking Amiri, guys. <laughs> v- Valerie. Valerie, right? Yep. And some other people. Hey. Ari, the hero. <laughs> Biff. Yeah, Biff is you. here. So fear or not. Mighty Biff. It is Biff. Yeah. Um. Diplomacy. All right, roll. <laughs> Diplomacy. <laughs> Diplomacy. Budgicles. <laughs> That's pretty low. Nine. Don't um, you can hear like... <laughs> and you hear a few just like... <laughs> and you can hear the sound of like some a heavy bar being lifted and dropped off the door. Who uh, in the background... It's probably going to be you pretty high perception, right? Yeah, you're, seven. You'll probably hear... Uh, just barely make out. Get ready. I will stack <laughs> everyone else. Get ready. <laughs> Come through. Ari's going to pull her kukri out. I'll go through. All First. right. 
Okay. You, you stride forward. You do the Aragorn, the hands Aragorn up. push. Yeah, push up, but I have my hands up. <laughs> Love it. The door opens onto the Great Hall. And tune in next time. Oh, oh see God. Wow. Howdy. A million assassins. <laughs> Always ending with Nikolai about to die. <laughs> it's a classic for a reason. <laughs> The Live to Die podcast is a production of Live to Die Gaming. Follow us on social media at Live to Die Pod. Leave a review and tune in next week for more. If you like the amazing background audio and music, all that credit goes to Sirenscape. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com.